The Productive Woman, Episode 6. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have been with me from the beginning, thank you. I, I don't uh, I don't even know how to express how much I appreciate your support and your, your continued participation. If you're new to The Productive Woman, welcome. I'm glad you're here. In this episode, I am continuing a short series on goal setting. We started this in episode four, talking about setting goals that matter. And then in episode five, we looked at a step-by-step process for setting goals. In this week's episode, we'll look at some of the obstacles we face in trying to actually achieve our goals once we've set them. And we'll brainstorm some ways to maybe overcome those obstacles when they pop up. I'll share my tip of the week, which relates to using a timer, and my tool of the week, which is a website and an app called Lift. So let's get right into it. The tip of the week is using a, a timer. Use a timer to get yourself started on tasks. Um, sometimes, well, I was going to say sometimes we struggle. Maybe it's just me, but um, well, sometimes we struggle with getting started on a task that's difficult or maybe one that's boring, you know, something we're not really excited about but that needs to be done. Sometimes maybe we struggle with focusing on one thing when there are a lot of things that are um, clamoring for our attention. One little tip that I have used in the past uh, uh, from time to time is to use a timer. And, you know, maybe, maybe a task is overwhelming or, you know, we just don't know that we can spend all the time that it takes. But if you take a timer, set it for say 15 minutes, just a small window. It's amazing what you can get done in a short period of time. Um, But whatever, we're going to say 15 minutes and then challenge yourself to get as much as possible done in that 15 minutes or just focus on that task, that one task for 15 minutes. Um, Again, you'd be so surprised at how much you can get done in that little window of time when you're racing against the clock. You can use it with your kids as well. I have... um, done that in the past when my kids were younger, you know, we're going to all work together to get X done. And we're going to all work until the timer dings. Sometimes racing that clock can really motivate us. Uh, You can use the timer on the stove or a mechanical timer from the kitchenware section at Target or whatever. I um, sometimes I do this now uh, and use an app on my iPad called um, Timer on Fire. And uh, I like that really well. You can get that in the app store. So use a timer to get yourself started, keep yourself motivated to uh, get a little bit done on a task that you need to get done. The tool of the week is um, kind of tied more to this, this concept of goal setting that we've been talking about. A big part of accomplishing our goals is establishing new helpful habits to replace the less helpful ones. Lift is a website that helps you identify and track habits that you want to develop. And it's just kind of a cool little thing. It has a social networking aspect to it if that helps motivate you. You can 
find uh, existing friends or make new friends, find other people who are working on the same habits that you're trying to develop and encourage each other. And you can check in on it, uh, on the site um, to, you know, each time you do this thing, once you've set a kind of a goal of I'm going to do X for, you know, every day for the next however long, then you can check in and check it off when you've done it. And you can encourage each other, you know, when looking at other people's things that they've accomplished. You know, I don't think you have to sign in for that um, social piece of it, but for some people that's really helpful. It's a website, at, and it, they also have apps for iOS and Android, so you can, you know, put it on your smartphone and take it with you. It's just kind of a fun little thing to maybe help you uh, with that process of of um, creating um, habits, developing new habits that move you in the direction of accomplishing your goals. You can get more information at lift.do, and I'll have a link in the show notes. So that's the tip of the week. And let's move on to our topic of the week, which is identifying and overcoming obstacles. In episode four, as I said, we began talking about goal setting, looking, looking at what a goal is and what the criteria are for a good goal. Last, uh, in the last episode, episode five, we looked at a process for identifying and choosing the goals that we're going to focus our time and attention on. This week, we're going to uh, look at maybe some of the obstacles that might interfere with actually accomplishing our goals and some ways um, to uh, overcome those obstacles and move in the direction of actually achieving them. Because goal setting, we, you know, we've been talking for the last couple of weeks about setting goals you know, finding those things that we're going to pay attention to and work on uh, to move us toward our longer term objectives. But goal setting isn't the end game. It's a means to an end. The, The process has a purpose, which is to actually accomplish things that matter to us. And Uh, therefore, to make progress toward creating the life that we want. So, you know, it would be really easy to spend all this time uh, journaling and writing and coming up with these perfectly crafted goals. But if we don't accomplish them, then we're, we're not moving in the direction we're trying to get our life to go. So, so the, um, you know, even going through that carefully thought out, very intentional process of identifying and choosing our goals, sometimes we struggle with actually achieving the goals we've set for ourselves, And there are lots of reasons why that might be. Um, and I want to look at some of them today. Uh, you know, those obstacles may be exterior, but frankly, if you're anything like me, the most powerful ones often are the internal ones. And so we're going to look a little bit at both of those and probably spend a little more time on the internal ones. So in no particular order, I'm just going to kind of go through some things that I thought about and um, uh, share those with you. First one, and again, this is no particular order. This is just kind of how I thought of them, is choosing the wrong goals. If you're consistently not making progress toward a goal, maybe it's time to consider again why it's on your list. Is it really something that's actually important to you? Or is it something you think you should want to do? Or something you think somebody else wants you to do? 
And, you know, we, we talked a little bit in the past about the fact that sometimes we have a goal that's important to us because it's important to somebody we care about. If it's in one of those areas of, um, oh, you know, from, from early on, episode two, was it? Um, when we talked about the roles and, and relationships in our life and how those are, uh, you know, areas that we want to build and improve our life in, one of those might be um, developing a, a stronger relationship with our husband. And it may be that you've decided in the process of, of goal setting that uh, one of the things you're going to do is, uh, I don't know, learn how to fish because your husband just loves fishing and you want to be able to spend time with him. And so you've decided you're going to, uh, this isn't a very good example, but it's the one that occurs to me. Um, you, you know, you're going to learn how to, how to fish or learn how to talk about fishing or something. And so that, you know, that may be on your list. It may not be something that in and of itself is something really um, compelling or interesting to you, but it's on your list because you love him and you want to, uh, and having that relationship with him and doing something with him and making him happy or helping, you know, um, is something that's important to you. And that's a perfectly good reason to have something on your list. But uh, on the other hand, if there's something on there, just because somebody is imposing their idea of who you should be on you, and that's why something's on your list, and maybe you're never going to accomplish that goal, because you're just never going to be motivated enough. So I say all that to say, if you're, you know, if, again, if you're consistently not making progress, really think about why something's on your list and uh, whether it's something that you need to rethink. Make sure you have a strong why. Again, doing something kind and loving for people that you care about is, is a valid why, but maybe not the only why you should be considering. So think about how will your life be better if you ch achieve this goal? Um, ask yourself, so what? What happens if you achieve this? What happens if you don't achieve it? How does your life change one way or the other? If you can't picture your life better in some way after achieving this goal, then maybe reconsider its place on the list or, or maybe just the timing of why it's on the list now. Maybe it's something that needs to be put aside. Um, is it overwhelming? Have you taken on something that just feels too big for you at this stage in your life? Or is it not big enough? Uh, maybe you're not accomplishing it or you're making progress. You just can't get as enthusiastic as you thought you would be because it's not challenging enough. A, a good goal should be certainly achievable. Remember we talked before about SMART, um, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. Um, it, one of those is it's got to be something that is attainable, but it should be a stretch, something that inspires you to want to try. Um, and so always, if you're, if you're running into an obstacle and you seem to be just kind of hitting that wall all the time and not making progress, really think about, um, whether it's the right goal or the wrong goal or formulated in the wrong way or just the wrong time, but choosing the wrong goals can be an obstacle to, uh, to, uh, to, to achieving them. Uh, another one, number two, I have on my list is fear. And 
um, certainly it's something I struggle with. And that can come, though, in a couple of different ways. It could be a fear of failure. And this is a big one for me. I have struggled for years with, and I've, you know, talked about this a little bit before. I, I really don't like to fail in front of other people. I don't. And so I have held myself back over my life from trying things because of that, Uh, because I would rather in the past, you know, I would rather not try than try and fail while other people are watching. And so I miss out on a lot of things. Um, how do you deal with that fear of failure? One of the things that I've learned to do is ask myself, what is the worst thing that could happen if I try this and I fail? You know, is anybody going to die? Probably not. Am I going to die? No, I might be so embarrassed. I, you know, I feel like I want to, but, but, you know, what is the worst thing that could happen? Am I going to bankrupt my family? Probably not, unless you're doing something really wild. Um, so, so ask yourself that question, look at it honestly. And if it's something, you know, if you can live with that consequence, that worst thing, whatever it might be, then you know what, just take a deep breath and do it afraid. Don't wait to not be afraid. Um, You know, looking back to, you know, what I said a few minutes ago, it's a a really good goal should be a stretch. And, and so it shouldn't be easy necessarily. And so you may just have to start out afraid and let the small successes help help you overcome that fear. But another fear that can interfere with our, uh, our ability to accomplish our goals is a fear of success. And, you know, you need to ask yourself, how would your life change if you were just wildly successful at the things you're trying to do? What would that mean to you? And, you know, how, how would that change impact the people around you? Are you um, letting yourself be afraid that um, somehow people are going to you know, look down, look at you funny if you've accomplished something amazing and and succeeded at it, you know, and ask yourself this, do you think you deserve to succeed? Sometimes some of us, somewhere deep in our soul, have this feeling that, well, I just, you know, who am I? Do I really deserve to be successful at this thing? Um, the answer is yes. You do deserve to succeed. We do deserve to be successful and to accomplish our dreams. And so think about those things. Find a way to sort of look that in the eye and say, yep, I'm okay. I, I deserve to be successful. Success is not something to be afraid of. And I'm going to go for it. So number one, choosing the wrong goals. Obstacle number two, fear. Obstacle number three, and this is a big one for a lot of the women I know, overcommitment. We just have taken on too much and can't seem to ever find the time to do, you know, do a little work on these things that we really care about, these goals we've set on for ourselves. There's a couple of ways to look at this. One of them is if you've taken on too many goals right now, you, you need to think about the season of life you're in and the other commitments you've made and 
be realistic. And we talked about this a little bit last, you know, in the last episode, episode five, about, you know, realistically looking at what we, how many goals, what sort, what sort of time and energy and resources we have to devote to working on new goals. But look at it again, if you, if you, maybe you thought it was going to work and you've, you know, as you've proceeded, you realize day after day after day goes by and you just never quite get to, uh, you know, working on whatever that goal of yours is. Um, maybe there's too many of them. Maybe, maybe given the other commitments in your life, you've taken on too many and you need to pare it back a little bit and just, um, uh, you know, focus on fewer goals and, and making progress on those. On the other hand, are you saying yes to too many other less important things? Sometimes that's a sign that you're trying to avoid something that's hard. You know, if a goal is really worthwhile, as we've already talked about, it, it's going to be a stretch. It's going to take us out of our comfort zone a little bit. Personally, I like my comfort zone. That's, you know, I, I like to stay there. And it's really easy for me to find uh, distractions and th- and good justifications for why I'm not working on something that I say I want to do. Um, and so think about that. Look at, look at your calendar, look at these things that you're undertaking and, and the reasons, the things that you're filling your time with that are the reasons why you, you say you can't make progress on your goals. And go back a couple episodes when we talked about some ways of dealing with that and, and, you know, delegating things, saying no, paring back our activities to focus on these things. Because by definition, if you've gone through this process with me so far, you're choosing goals that um, align with your values and the things, the priorities in your life. And these are things that, that are reflective of who you want to be and what you want to accomplish in your life. So make room for those. Don't over uh, commit yourself to too many things at once, uh, too many goals at once, but those that are, that you are going to focus on, make time for it. If you're so crazy busy and your enthusiasm for life or, or your desperation or whatever has led you to take on too much, then pare back, pick one thing to work on and commit to spend just five minutes a day working on it, do one little thing. Uh, uh, Progress begets progress. And if you can make uh, tiny little steps in the direction you want to go, that feeling of success is going to motivate you to keep going and do a little more and a little more. So think about that. Another one, uh, that was number uh, obstacle number three. Number four, and boy, this is one... Uh, even more so a lot of women I know struggle with, and that's perfectionism or, you know, looking at at it another way, just unrealistic expectations. Um, You know, busy women usually are busy because they they like to accomplish things and they want to do things well. And, and, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But Sometimes we let our perfectionism keep us from making progress. We, we set unrealistic expectations on ourselves and end up discouraging ourselves. So ask yourself, are, are you expecting to make just massive progress really, really fast? Are you expecting to do it all right, you know, from day one? Are you, um, have you realistically looked at your schedule and all those things that we've talked about before, 
do you do you really think it's realistic that you say if you have a day job that you're going to work all day at your day job come straight home you know put dinner on the table feed the the family and immediately you know go right to work on I don't know writing the great American novel or working out for an hour or um, you know whatever it is that your goals are that you're going to work on with um, uh, with no breaks at all I mean, seriously, everybody needs some downtime. And those sorts of unrealistic expectations will kind of shut us down um, eventually because we're just going to exhaust ourselves and, and end up being discouraged. So if you're, if you're trying to be too perfectionistic, if you've, you've set unrealistic expectations and you're discouraging yourself, there are things that that you can do to kind of address that. One of them is um, uh, to break things down into small, small pieces. And I've talked about this before. I, I In I, episode one or two, I talked about a, a really great book uh, by Stephen Gies, guys, called Mini Habits. I'll, I'll throw that in. Uh, the show notes again, because it's such a good book uh, with this concept of, of of making things just ridiculously small to make it easy to um, to do this one tiny little thing. And look realistically at what you're accomplishing. Sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit. You know, we think, well, I only worked out for 15 minutes yesterday. I set my goal that I was going to work out for an hour a day. And I only, you know, all I did was walk for 15 minutes on the treadmill. Hey, that's 15 minutes more than a lot of people do. That 15 minutes counts. And uh, you need even a tiny step in the right direction is better than no step at all. So give up on perfectionism. Just, and I'm talking to myself here uh, as much as anybody. You got to let it go. Um, um, I struggle with this so much, but honestly, if I hadn't just made a decision and gritted my teeth to put perfectionism aside, I still wouldn't have released even a single episode of the Productive Woman podcast. Um, every week I try to make it a little better, but it, you know, I had to just say, you know what, I'm going to just start, even though it's not going to be the way I wanted it to be. Um, the perfect with everything perfect, the sound perfect, and you know, just all the pieces together, and I'm not sounding perfect. Uh, a little step in the right direction counts. And sometimes you just have to get out there and do it um, and give yourself the grace to not be perfect about it. Okay, so another obstacle uh, to accomplishing our, uh, our goals is disorganization or poor time management. You know, if we're, um, if we're not using our time well, we might be spinning our wheels and wasting time on other things, um, you know, Again, everybody needs some downtime, but are we uh, just never organized enough to get to the things that matter? If we're spending a lot of time on TV or social media, if we're just, you know, missing appointments, we're, we're overscheduling things, and anything like that, um, if we're not making the best use of our time. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to... Uh, I, 
I don't want to make you think you got to be always doing something productive because sometimes the best use of our time is to sit in a chair and relax and talk to a friend on the phone or, you know, watch a silly sitcom or something that makes us happy, play a game with our kids. We don't have to be, being productive doesn't mean doing something all the time. But if we're never getting the things done, maybe we can be more efficient about the way we're using our time so that we can carve out time to work on these, uh, the goals, the things that we really, really care about. Um, post, if you're, if you find yourself wasting a lot of time, um, look at that, post this note on your computer. I, I may, I wrote up little stickies that I put one on my computer. You might want to put it on your TV, on your refrigerator, anywhere that makes sense, given what your time wasters are. Is what I'm doing right now, getting me closer to my goal? That is a good question to ask when you're in the middle of doing something that wasn't on your plan for the day. And we'll talk in future episodes about, you know, time management tips and some things we can do to make uh, efficient use of our time um, so that there's more time available to do the things we, you know, that we care about. But when we're wasting a lot of time and then again, post that little note and ask yourself when you find yourself in the, you know, the throes of, I don't know, a soap opera or something, is what I'm doing right now getting me closer to my goal? And if it's not, maybe stop and go find one of those little five-minute steps you can take toward your goal. Uh, You know, that's poor time management. Uh, There's also the physical organization. If we're, you know, never getting to it because we're, we're always, we can't find the materials we need because our space is cluttered and organized, uh, you know, or uh, cluttered and disorganized, that is. So if, if that's an issue for you, again, we'll talk more about uh, some things that can be done to help um, efficiently and quickly organize your space so that you don't waste any time looking for things that you need to um, make progress on your goals. So that's uh, number five, disorganization and poor time management. Number six is interesting, and this can be uh, an external or an internal one, and it's a lack of support or outright sabotage in some sad cases. You know, sometimes we have people in our life who aren't interested in helping us or supporting us in our in our goal in our efforts to accomplish the things that matter to us in in achieving our goals and you know there you can't change what somebody else does you can change how you feel about what somebody else does in your life there are some things that I want to say about this I, I mean and I, I understand this when I went back to college in my mid 30s and uh, when I already had you know, several kids. I was fortunate. I had a husband who just was a hundred percent beside behind me, uh, going back to school while I was homeschooling my kids and doing these other things. But I had a class and I was in, like I said, mid thirties, I had a classmate who was a, about my age, who was coming back to college, uh, later in life. And she told me, I was, I was just stunned when she told me that when she went back to college, her husband left her because he said he didn't want a wife who was more uh, more educated than he was. He hadn't graduated from college, and he just couldn't support it. He, he he saw that as a threat. 
I, I, I just, I can't fathom having someone in your life who feels that way. Um, and my heart went out to her, you know, and I realized how, how blessed and how fortunate I, I have always been to have a husband who stands behind me. I, you know, I, I haven't said this in a while, but e- even on this podcast thing, which takes time away from the family, it took some money to get equipment together and stuff. He, he's so he's supportive enough that he, you know, he's a great musician. He created the music for me. Um, so I'm very, very blessed and very grateful for that. But if you don't, and if you have somebody, you know, a, a husband or people in your life that are like that, be grateful and make sure you, they know how grateful you are. But if you don't have those people, um, it, it's going to take a little more strength on your part to, and a little more creativity to do the things that you need. If you, you know, aren't getting some help maybe with the kids so you can take half an hour in, you know, a couple evenings a week to work on the thing you want to work on. But there are some other, some things that, uh, I would suggest to you. Have you asked for help or do you just think he ought to know? We, we often don't want to ask for help. We strong women, you know, either we think, well, if, if they love me, they just know, or we feel like we ought to be able to do it on our own because, you know, we're strong, um, accomplished women. Either of those is wrong. People, sometimes people don't get the help they need because they don't ask. And then they're resentful of the, their loved ones not reading their minds. That's not fair. So ask for help. Do you know what help you need? Do you need some time? Do, uh, do you need a little bit of money out of the family budget? What, what do you need a, a sounding board? Think about what, what sort of support you need and get creative about looking for it. Sometimes the lack of support is internal. It's self-sabotage. We think we should put our dreams last or that we don't deserve to take the time to spend on these things. Now, I'm not advocating a selfish disregard for the people in our lives, but you know what? We matter too. And it's, um, it's important that we recognize that, that we, we deserve, we have a right to pursue those things that are important um, with respect to the people we love, certainly, but, you know, think about whether you're sabotaging yourself, because sometimes we use others, whether it's our family uh, or a boss or something, as an excuse when the real answer is somewhere else, maybe that fear we talked about earlier. If lack of support is an obstacle in your mind, at least, remember this, you don't need anybody's permission to be the person God created you to be. Is it easier and better if the people you love are supporting you in what you're trying to do? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you don't need their permission to be that person that you believe you're created to be. Everything we do impacts the others in our lives. And it's important to act in a loving way towards the people we're close to. If you're married, sure, you you know, you certainly need to work with your husband to, uh, as a team, but still, um, be, loving, be kind, but be um, clear and fair and persistent and creative and finding ways to make the time and the resources available to work towards the goals um, that you have set for yourself. Uh, And last, 
uh, there may be some physiological issues that uh, block us from accomplishing our goals. We may just be exhausted uh, and not have the energy to do what we need to do. And that, you know, there may be fatigue that we're battling. And that might be from poor nutrition, in which case you need to look at your diet and work on, on you know, eating better foods that energize you. Or maybe that fatigue is just not enough sleep. And, you know, if we're burning the candle at both ends, we're not going to have the energy and what we need to accomplish the things that, you know, that are important to us. I will be talking in future episodes about some of these, um, these kinds of some issues related to our health. Poor health in general certainly can impair our um, uh, ability to accomplish our goals. And, you know, let's face it, we're women. So hormones, our cycles impact our energy, our mood, our perception, our motivation. And sometimes at certain days of the month, you just need to cut yourself some slack and not, um, you know, and, and acknowledge the fact that we are created in a very unique and special way um, that our bodies have certain needs at certain times in the month. A um, couple of things I'm going to just go over real quickly because we're... Um, this is going to be a little bit longer episode, but some general steps. And I want to back up and say again, in a future episode, we're going to talk more about uh, health, uh, ways to get healthy, uh, you know, how our health impacts our productivity and things that we can do to be healthier and stronger and more able to um, use our bodies and our minds to accomplish the things we want to do. Um, before we close out, uh, some, just some general steps to stay on the right path. These aren't all the ob- obstacles that might be out there, but, but there are some things to think about and, and some steps to take towards um, improving our success rate, so to speak. To stay on that right path, I, I said this before, review your goals regularly, every day. Write them on a three by five card you can carry with you. Put them in an app uh, on your phone and set a little alarm to remind you to look at them, you know, over breakfast, while, whenever, several times a day. Put, keep them in front of your eyes and, and think about, all right, am I doing something? What can I do on this goal right now? Make an appointment to review with yourself to review your goals in a little more depth, a few minutes each week, maybe Sunday evenings as you're getting ready to, to start the new week. And, you know, look at each goal, maybe read it out loud to yourself and ask, ask yourself, am I making progress on this? And don't discount little progress. Even the tiny steps help celebrate even the smallest steps in the right direction. Um, do I need to change anything about my process? Do I need to abandon any of these goals and pick others? Has something changed in my life? Um, so, you know, once a week, take that little bit of time to look at those and think about those things. Fine tune those goals. Keep yourself motivated. There's a number of things you can do. Put a note on your computer screen or your bathroom mirror or your refrigerator or your dashboard. And, and, I, and I have this on my computer. And here's the, uh, another question. What have you done today to make your dreams come true? Every day, some little tiny step to, uh, and, and keep yourself motivated to do that. Um, another great one to stay motivated is collect inspirational quotes. Maybe put them on a Pinterest board if you're into Pinterest. I, I started a, a, an inspiration board and a food for thought board where I just quotes that I find that I find really inspiring. I put them in there. I'll try to um, put a link to those boards in the show notes and maybe you can find something in there that would inspire you. 
Consider having an accountability partner, someone you check in with regularly to help motivate you. Maybe somebody who's working toward the same goal. One article I read on this issue said that you're at least three times more likely to successfully reach your goal if you have a friend who's doing it too. So that certain, you know, if you undertake, if you've decided you're going to, you know, run three times a week or walk three times a week, if that's how you're starting, can you find a friend who also wants to get fit to walk with you? Uh, if you're working on writing a book, uh, find some writer friends who can check in and ask, you know, ask each other. So how many words did you get written today or, or whatever your goal is, but find somebody who who wants to support you, not to nag you, not to bug you, but just to check in and say, how you doing? Um, what do you need to, to keep d moving forward? Remember that you're going to break each monthly or weekly goal down into single actionable steps, put them on your to-do list, and take a tiny step every day towards accomplishing those goals that you've set for yourself. It's not often easy to accomplish the things that really matter. Obstacles will arise. Success or failure, though, depends far less on the size of those obstacles and far more on our own attitude. We can choose to view the setbacks as roadblocks or as an opportunity for growth. Make up your mind to allow yourself the grace to embrace those unforeseen challenges when they come as opportunities to ex exercise creative problem solving, persistence, and positivity. I'm saying this to myself because I, it's easy for me to just think I'm just going to give up um, when I have a bad day and, and don't, uh, don't make the progress I want to. But celebrate every tiny step in the right direction. And most important, be grateful that every new day is a chance to start over. So question for you, which of these obstacles look familiar to you? Or did I miss something? Is there something else that interferes uh, that you personally struggle with in achieving your goals? Or do you have a suggestion for something that works for you to overcome one of these obstacles or some other? I would love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, your questions, your, uh, you know, your comments, your suggestions by going to theproductivewoman.com. Look for the show notes for episode six and scroll down to the comments section. Again, I, I really want to hear from you. Comments, questions, suggestions, uh, whatever. And uh, uh, next episode, we're going to talk some more about perfectionism and uh, what it is, how it interferes with our, you know, our productivity and what we can maybe do about it. As a reminder, also, I, I haven't forgotten for, you know, the, the listener who's asked about how to say no gracefully, we will be addressing that in an upcoming episode. And I'd love your thoughts on it. So if you have any questions about either of those topics, or suggestions, you can email those to me at feedback at the productive woman.com. Or you can leave a voice message by going to laura mcclellancom Again, that's L-A-U-R-A dash or hyphen McClellan, M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N.com and click on the little pink tab at the right-hand side of the site. And that'll let you record a voice message right there. I think you've got maybe up to three minutes that you can leave your message and it'll come right to me. Be sure to let me know um, if you have a website or a blog 
you know, just introduce yourself. Hi, I'm, you know, Tammy from Topeka, and I blog at such and such. Leave that URL, and if I use your question in an episode, I'll share your site as well and um, get you a little, maybe get you a little cross-promotion. Well, that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me, a little bit longer than we normally do. I hope you found something in it that's useful and helpful to you. If you're enjoying this podcast and you haven't already subscribed, remember that you can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes or in Stitcher. There are links to both in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com. Again, look for episode six. You can also click on the iTunes or Stitcher icon in the right-hand sidebar of the blog at laura-mcclellan.com. Either way, um, subscribing either in iTunes or in Stitcher means that uh, they, they, it will push each new episode straight to your computer or your smartphone or whatever as soon as it's released so you have it as soon as it's out there. If you think this podcast is worthwhile, I would be so grateful if you would consider posting a review of The Productive Woman on iTunes. It uh, helps kind of keep it in the ratings a little bit, Uh, keep it visible so that people who haven't yet heard of it can discover it and join in the conversation. And uh, finally, be sure to uh, join in on Facebook. Look for The Productive Woman. on Facebook, like the page, and introduce yourself. Leave a little post, uh, ask a question. Uh, If there's a topic you think I ought to address on an upcoming episode, you can leave a message there. I I really do want to hear from you, and I look forward to getting to know you in the time to come. And until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter.